0: Thanks for listening to the Bluff City Apostolic Worship Center podcast. For more information about the church and our ministries, go to BluffCityAWC.com. And you can follow us on Facebook by liking our Facebook page, Bluff City Apostolic Worship Center. And find us on Instagram with our Instagram handle, BluffCityAWC. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You can remain standing. A very familiar passage of Scripture. Or you can be seated. It doesn't matter if you want to be seated. Uh very familiar passage of Scripture, Isaiah 9 and 6. Thank you. Praise team, musicians. Uh Be be seated, be seated. Isaiah 9 and 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. And this is the part that I want you to pay close attention to. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Because once that kingdom begins, it never ends. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. First Timothy 1 and 17, Now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Because once that kingdom began, God never had any intentions on that kingdom coming to an end. Now, there are many kingdoms and many governments that are throughout history that uh, have been formed throughout history. And all of those kingdoms have a beginning, but they also have an ending. But there is only one kingdom that has a beginning, and it does not have an ending. And that is the kingdom of Jesus Christ, And that is the kingdom that we better wake up and remember that you and I are a part of here today. We are not part of a democracy. We're not part of an aristocracy. We're not part of a monarchy. We're not part of an earthly kingdom. We are a part of a theocracy. We are part of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And once that kingdom began, God never had any intentions of that kingdom coming to an end. And there is a flow to this kingdom that you and I are a part of. Now, one thing you have to understand about the flow is that you don't ever have to manufacture a flow. You don't ever have to fabricate a flow. You don't ever have to create a flow. There is always a flow. You just have to find the flow. And once you find the flow, you have to conduct yourself in such a way that allows you to stay in the flow. It is not the will of God for you to only come to the flow on Sunday and whenever your midweek service is. Your job every single day is to wake up. and find the flow and stay in the flow every single day that you live. Because God is wanting to raise up individuals in this hour that are not just in the flow, but they are literally part of the flow. They are yielded and they are submitted to the flow of the kingdom that you and I are a part of. Now you have to realize there is a progression to this flow of this kingdom that I'm preaching about here tonight. I am convinced that the deepest some people get into the flow is the waters of baptism. They come into the kingdom they get filled with the Holy Ghost, they get baptized in Jesus' name, and then they never plug back into any kind of flow of the Holy Ghost. And they remain in ankle-deep waters the entire time that they live for God. That is not the will of God for the members of His kingdom to stay in the shallow. But Ezekiel said that there is a progression to the flow that we are a part of. He said there was a man with a line in his hand, and it brought him to the flow and he said that that flow came out of the the throne room of God and it flowed out of the temple eastward and he said that man with the line in his hand brought him down to the flow and he said it went ankle deep and then he said it progressed to knee deep and then it progressed to waist deep and then he said I got so deep into the flow that finally it was water so deep that I could not swim in. Here's what you have to understand about people that like to remain in the shallow. People like to remain in the shallow because they can be in the flow yet still remain in control while they are in the flow. They don't have to yield their life to whatever the current is doing but they can maintain their footing in the shallow end of the flow. Can I tell you God wants you to get so deep into the flow that you lose control of every part of your life. It was the same flow, but it was a different level of commitment to the same flow. The people in the shallow want the emotion of the flow on Sunday, but they don't want devotion to the flow on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday. But I believe there are some people in this house that are saying, I don't want to have control over this thing, but I want to get so deep in the flow of the Holy Ghost uh, that if I'm driving down the highway the Holy Ghost can feel the cab of my vehicle and I can begin to pray in an unknown tongue Uh, and if I'm walking in Walmart and God tells me to pray for somebody I don't want to resist that flow. I'm thankful for the emotion of the flow on Sunday but ladies and gentlemen we've got to get devoted to the flow on Monday and Tuesday and every day of the week. If that's you in this house, would you lift your hands and let God know? I want to go deeper into this thing than I've ever been. Because I am preaching to churches that say they want revival, but they only visit the flow on Sunday and Wednesday. And then they only get so deep into the flow that they remain in the shallow on Sunday and Wednesday. They want to control, they want to have control over every single part of the church service. And there is no liberty for the Holy Ghost to move. But here's what is powerful about the deep of the flow. Whenever the 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 river flowed in Ezekiel forty-seven. He said that the trees uh, on the banks of the river. He said they had fruit every month of the year. You know what that's saying? Uh, When you get connected to the deep end uh, of the flow of the kingdom uh, of Jesus Christ, uh, revival is not relegated to a season. uh, But revival is every single Sunday. Revival is every single Wednesday. It's Sunday morning. uh, It's Sunday night. uh, It's every prayer meeting. It's every Wednesday. Come on, I need some help. That's a lot of the problem. You won't control over this church service. So you don't know how to help the evangelist preach. But when you get so deep into the flow, when revelation goes forth, you got to get you got to get engaged in what the Word of God is saying. It is not the will of God for revival to be relegated to an evangelist or to the summer or to the spring or to the fall or to the winter, but you got to get so deep into this thing. Every service somebody can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Every service God can fix a marriage. Every service a devil can... Thank you, front row. But how about the rest of you back there? Are you on board with what this evangelist is saying? We got to get out of the shallow and go to the deep end of this thing. (coughs) Halaba shatar randaraba hashatalaba hakataha Yala ba katar randaraba hashataha Di I was driving through downtown Papa Bluff on my way to church and I couldn't help but notice so many abandoned buildings. That's indicative to some of something to me brother Williams. That means that there are parts of this region that are dead and it's got to come back to life. And if you're not careful you can let what's going on in this community creep into the apostolic church and things that are alive can die. But that is not the will of God. But that river that Ezekiel saw, he said it flowed down to the Red Sea. And when or down to the Dead Sea, and when it got connected to the Dead Sea, he said All of a sudden there was life in a place that there was never meant to be life. This community is not dead. You just got to get it reconnected to the flow of the kingdom that I'm preaching about. Your church is not dead. Your ministry is not dead. Those old dreams and those old visions, those old prophecies, they are not dead. You just got to get it reconnected to the flow. Why don't you do that right now? Why don't you get it reconnected to the flow of the Holy Ghost in this house? Come on, Poplar Bluff isn't dead, it just needs a flow, it needs a river. And here's the revelation. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. If you want the river to flow to this region, you got to open up your mouth and pray in the Spirit and let the river flow. Ba Corre tiki Irobo Sondorobo I robos robo si Ibra sanda raba sito robo kuyatara. We know these dry bones can live according to your word, Lord. We release that into this city tonight. I kanda si robo hotaya raba sitaya. Ibra sito robo kunda raba sitaya. We speak life tonight, Lord, in the name of Jesus. What was dead will live again in your name, Jesus. Ikando robo si raba hataya raba sito ro. Hibra sondoyoro. You know why I gave him the microphone, number one? Because the Holy Ghost told me to. But number two is because I could hear what he was praying. He was speaking to dead things and telling it to come back to life. That's what you got to do in this house. You got to open up your mouth and speak life where there was death. You got to speak of future where there seemingly was no future. You got to speak of flow where it was dried up. You got to speak fruit where there was barrenness. Uh, You got to speak sweetness uh, where there was bitterness. Come on, open your mouth and speak it in this house right now. Katalama sandalaba bahakata. kata. Hmm. Hmm. <coughs> lo I thank you Lord I thank you for what you're doing I spoke this morning about those Ancient spirits that get Entrenched into a region And I spoke about how it's not always With a spirit It's not always about how it functions, but where it functions. And watch what happened when Jesus finally dealt with those spirits. He cast them into the swine, and the swine ran off the cliff into the deep. And when they got into the deep, here's what the Bible said. It says they were thrown into the deep. They were cast into the deep and were choked. Because the enemy can function in the dry, but he cannot function in the deep. If you want to deal with those ancient spirits, you got to get them connected to the deep. They don't mind you staying in the shallow when you have control over every aspect of your life. Matter, oh, there it is right there. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. When you're submitted to his government, he has control over every part of your life. And if he has control over that part of your life, that means there's peace in that part of your life. I just felt a nudge in the Holy Ghost. There are some of you that don't have any peace. You don't have any peace. You stress over finances. You know why? Because God's not controlling your finances. You stress over your job. You know why? Because God doesn't have control over your job. You stress over your family, over your marriage, over your ministry. You know why? Because you haven't let God govern those areas of your life. Before we move any further, I want you to finally yield to God right now. There are some of you that need to repent for trying to control areas of your life you were never meant to control. Would you lift your hands and give God every part of your life? You don't have to figure out the future, young person. You don't have any peace over your future and where you're going to go to school and who you're going to marry. You know why? It's because you're not letting God govern that area of your life. There is peace that comes with the government of this kingdom that I'm talking about. So there's a progression to this flow. It starts ankle deep, but as you progress, you should be you should be so deep into the flow. That it's as Ezekiel said, waters you cannot swim in. Where every part of your life is submitted to the flow of the Holy Ghost. I'm talking about sitting in your desk, your, your cubicle at your job working spreadsheets. And the Holy Ghost can just nudge you out of nowhere. And while you're typing up spreadsheets, you can just pray in the Holy Ghost. You don't have to make a scene, but it's living in the flow. And when that gentle current tries to sweep over you, you don't need to resist it. I'm talking about men driving down the road. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I'm talking about men driving down the road, and all of a sudden, you might be headed to the next job site, but all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost, that that wind, it just blows in the cab of that truck. I feel it right now. It just blows into the cab of that truck. I'm talking about you're living so deep into the flow, you're asleep at night, but an angel can come and stand at the foot of your bed and you can feel that presence in your room and you wake up and that messenger angel begins to speak to you and God gives you a word for somebody and you pick up the phone in the middle of the night and they're on the other end weeping and crying and you open up your mouth and say, Thus saith the Lord. That's the dimension of the spirit that I'm preaching to you about here tonight. shandala <laughs> There are angels in this room right now. I just felt them walk into this room. They're here. I don't know why I feel to share this. I didn't plan on saying this, but I'm I'm just hearing and repeating. What I preached about this morning, listen... Brother Williams, several months ago, a man prophesied to me, and, and, and I was on a fast. I was seeking some things from God. I was, I was just really digging in in this season of life, and I had a man prophesy to me toward the end of that fast. He didn't even know I was on a fast. He said, Brother Herring, as of this day, from this day forward, there will never be a city the Lord sends you into that he does not first send Michael and his angels to remove any resistance in the Spirit, Listen, I am not here to fill a weekend on the calendar. I am here because the Holy Ghost sent me here. Do you know what that means? That means God has already sent Michael and his angels to push back every opposition in the spirit in this region. Listen, he followed up with this. He said, any resistance that you face will not be from the spirit world. It will be from the people that don't want it. I'm telling you, I feel such a flow of the Holy Ghost in this region. I feel such a flow of the Holy Ghost in this church service right now. There is no opposition in the spirit realm. The spirit realm is totally clear right now. There's there's total liberty in the spirit. The only opposition that I feel is a number of people that don't want it. We need to pray right here. We, we don't need to move any further. We need to pray right here. I wish there'd be some elders, some elder. I, I wish there'd be some intercessors in this house right now. Come on, the spirit world. Do you understand what was just spoken? Michael and his angels have already cleared the way. Michael and his angels have already prepared the path. For the glory to visit us here today. There is no opposition in the spirit in this service right here. Come on, I'm telling you, it's available if you want it. You, I, Come on, I release you once again. Do whatever you feel. This might be as far as I get. If you want to stand up and pray, if you want to lay on your face, if you want to bend down where you're at, if you want to get up and walk around to pace back and forth, uh, I release you right now. You gotta get out of the shallow, lose control. You ought to lose control in this service. You ought to do whatever God asks you to do. If he tells you to run, then run. If he tells you to lay on your face, uh, lay on your face. Uh, If he tells you to cry, then cry. If he tells you to prophesy, then prophesy. This is what I'm talking about. We got to flow. We got to flow. Come on, Apostolic Worship Center. It's up to you. Do you want it? The angels have already been released. There's already liberty in the atmosphere. It's up to you to determine, do you want the flow? Do you want the deep? And if you do, it's available for you. You know what, here's what we're going to do. If you want what I'm preaching about, if you want apostolic ministry, if you want apostolic dimensions, I want you to stand and come to this altar right now. This altar's open right now. If you want what I'm preaching about, if you want to break traditionalism, if you want to go to the deep end of this thing, I'm inviting you out of your seat. Come on, you're making more of a statement than what you realize if you don't come to this altar. The word of the Lord this morning was God has brought you to a place of decision. But if you make the wrong decision, it'll be a place of division. There cannot be a tribe of Gad that wants to stay where it's. Convenient. You got to go to the right side of the flow. Come on. Come on, some of you got to make some adjustments. You've been trying to control too much. You got Come on. God has tried to wake you up in the middle of the night and you've just rolled over and gone back to sleep. You got to lose control. Come on. You can't just visit the flow, you got to live in the flow. Come on, you got to say, God, I give you every part of my life. 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 I'm ready to go deeper, God. I want to go into that dimension that I don't understand, that dimension I can't explain. It is it is amazing to me and I just I just thought about this listen to me it, it is amazing that throughout scripture at major points of transition there was a flow involved The first one being the Red Sea when the children of Israel transitioned from bondage to liberty. And then when Moses, as I said this morning, was leading the people into new territory, they had to cross the Jordan River. It was a point of transition and there was a flow that they had to go through. And then the transfer from Moses to Joshua. And when Joshua led the children of Israel finally into the promised land, there was a flow. And then we see with Elijah and Elisha, when the transfer of prophetic ministry happened, there was a flow. The flow that stands out to me the most in all of those moments of transition in this church, I, f- I feel very strongly this church is in a transition. Not just with, with eventual leadership whenever that time comes, but you're, you're transitioning from one dimension to the next dimension. But the emotion of transition is frustration. It's frustration. Some of you are frustrated because you're not where you were but you're also not where you're headed. You're in transition and you're frustrated because you know you can't go back. You're discontent with that but you've not yet attained what you're so desperately longing for and searching for. You're frustrated. But the moment of transition that stands out to me the most is when Joshua was leading the children of Israel into the promised land. And this is what the Lord spoke to him. He said, you've never passed this way before. And he said, the banks overflow all the time of harvest. We know that they had been to the Jordan before, but they had never been to this part of the Jordan before. It was the same flow, but it was a different depth of the same flow. This church has had revival before, but I feel in the Holy Ghost that this revival you're stepping into, it's different because the water's going to be deeper The water's going to be deeper. You're not going to have control. All you can do is submit to what the Holy Ghost wants to do every single service. And when you do that, you're going to possess lands you've never possessed before. Here's what I feel to do. He's given me total liberty to obey the Holy Ghost. Here's what I feel to do. Brother Williams, would you just come stand right here? Sister Williams, would you just come stand right here in front of this altar? Here's what had to happen. When it got time for them to cross over the flow, a deeper flow than they had ever been in before, Joshua said, When you see me in the glory and the priest walk by you, you got to leave where you are. You got to leave your tents and you got to follow after us. Two and a half tribes had an option with Moses. But Joshua didn't even leave an option. He just said, If you want to. He said, if you don't want to go where we're going, then just stay here. Just stay here. But if you want to go where we're going, you have no choice. Get up from where you are and follow us. And We're going to go through a deeper flow than we've ever been. And we're going to possess land we've never possessed. Here's what I want you to do. Ladies, would you gather around Sister Williams? Men, would you gather around Brother Williams? And I'm asking you to pray right now. I want you to, I want you to make your mind up right now, church. We're going to follow you. This man is not just wanting an average. Listen to me. This man and this woman are not just trying to lead you into an average revival where you just pray a few people through a few months out of the year and then you just maintain until you can get another batch of new faces in the door. He is wanting to bring you into a place where every single service is miraculous. Every single service is apostolic. Every single service, lives are being changed. Where every single service, it's standing room only, and you've got to break ground for a new building. And you're planting churches in different regions. Would some of you men pray for his feet and hold up his arms? Some of you men pray for his feet. Get down and pray for his feet. More than just one or two of it. pray for his feet. Come on, make up your mind right now. We're going wherever you want us to go, God. Mm. Come on that's it Come on you've had revival before But not like God wants to give you right now